How's it going financial coaches? Peter here. Hey, I want to talk to you today about what you need in terms of training and knowledge and certifications to get started with financial coaching. I've talked about this before a little bit in the certifications video that I did, but I get this question a lot. Uh, it's particularly one-on-one -on -one, and there's nothing wrong with it, but how should I go about getting ready to do coaching? And this I think varies by everyone um, individually because Everyone has different coaching backgrounds and counseling and consulting backgrounds. Everyone has different levels of knowledge of financial services and financial products and personal finance. You know, so I think it really varies. And what I thought I would do here is we all love a good matrix. So I thought I would put together a matrix that hopefully is helpful for you to figure out what you should do. And I really believe in this. I mean, uh, it's maybe a little oversimplified and depending on where you come from, you know, I would probably say like in a one-on-one -on -one, that maybe we should sprinkle in a little bit of this or maybe your uh, experiences in mortgages. So I would love to have a little bit more banking or investment related knowledge. So there's, there's all sorts of things that we could tweak about this. But I think in general, if you do these things, it's not going to be overly duplicative or redundant. It's going to be just the stuff you need to get started because I think the reality is most people will continue to learn and they will realize there is more to learn and they get stuck in this vicious loop of continuing to learn and never actually getting started. And what I think people need to do is really focus on what do I need to get going as quickly as possible. And so I want to break it down for you like this. I've got this matrix up here, uh, kind of orange is kind of the, 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 the biggest worry, the biggest area of concern, the most work. Yellow is kind of that middle area. I think you've got some of the components we're going to add on to that. And then green is probably, you know, the most ready. So as we look at this matrix here, what I want to show you is that if I go ahead and put on the axes, and hopefully this little bar here won't uh, cover up everything all the time. But if I look at these, we have financial knowledge on the bottom. Like how is your financial knowledge? And then if we look on the other side, on the other axis, we're gonna talk about your coaching knowledge. Now I'm going to expand coaching to more than just pure coaching, but some of you may have come from a health coaching background or a life coaching background. And so some of these techniques and the knowledge that goes into being able to do those roles is gonna be about the same. So you really need two components. You need financial knowledge and you need coaching knowledge or counseling knowledge. And then if you have that, what I'm gonna just break it up into is just kind of the simple big buckets. Do you have low financial knowledge or high financial knowledge? You know, do you come from the financial services industry? Is this something you've been doing yourself for a long period of time? And then again, coaching knowledge. Do you have a lot of coaching knowledge coming into this role or do you have a very small amount of coaching knowledge or no coaching knowledge? You know, when I started, I had really no coaching knowledge uh, to speak of. So uh, if you have low financial knowledge and low coaching knowledge, I think you can still get going, but what we're probably gonna have to do is build that base. So the first thing I want you to do is actually pick up a book uh, by Well Coaches, and I'm gonna show it to you here. It is called The Coaching Psychology Manual. And again, um, I am gonna try to just show you some of these things that I think are going to give you what you need, right? You could read a ton of coaching books and go through a ton of coaching classes and there's you know, limitless supplies of those, but I don't know that you really need to obsess about it. And like I said, financial coaching is often uh, 
a little bit of financial therapy, some financial coaching, often a lot of financial counseling, or even sometimes what we kind of think of as advice, but not financial advising, if that makes sense. And so the Coaching Psychology Manual is a, you know, it's a thick spiral bound book that they produce, and they actually do provide a coaching certification program that this book relies on. So you go through that and then you go through the certification. I'm not saying do that certification. What I'm saying is that you can buy this book. It looks like it's about $58, six, $59. You can buy this. It's a good primer on just kind of the, the ideas of coaching, why we think they work, why, what the psychology is, you know, how do we help people, um, you know, do some goal identification, figure out what the roadblocks are, you know, the language to use, those kind of techniques and processes and tips and tricks. And so it's going to help you a little bit, just kind of understand the mindset of the coach. And this is going to be pretty broad based. It's going to be very, very general coaching. There's nothing in this book that's going to be financial coaching related. It's just going to be coaching. And one of the reasons that I bring this up and why I say you should read this and not go into a bunch of other stuff. If you read other coaching books, that's great. And you probably don't need to go any further than that. But but if you haven't had any exposure to coaching, if you've maybe done a little counseling or consulting and stuff like this, a lot of it might seem pretty familiar, but it's really kind of strategies on how to um, get people to buy into the things that they identify. How do we help them identify their own goals and figure out steps to get there and be accountable to themselves and, and those types of things. So it's very, very coaching focused okay and it's not going to take you long to get through this book it's not that long and there's nothing about it that's a really heavy lift in my opinion okay so that well coaches book i think should be a prerequisite read and the reason i start with that is i think that the coaching stuff is uh, on this access and in this box is going to be the easier lift and you probably don't need to spend as much time on it uh, as you will on financial information. And uh, some people would disagree with me on that, but I am actually a pretty big believer that most people get a knack of the coaching stuff pretty quickly. And if you went to a day coaching training, I think a lot of the stuff is going to feel very normal, very right. It's probably stuff that you do, you know, and you don't even realize that these are kind of coaching techniques. You know, if you have a good rapport with people, if you set, um, you know, the, the table with people and kind of dive into conversation and connect with people and, and you find it easy to, uh, you know, uh, connect at that level and, and have conversations and hold conversations and people like you and find you charismatic and inspiring and they want to follow your advice and all those things. I think all those are good signs that you probably have the elements, you probably have the, the techniques um, and that you're using them without even maybe recognizing. So I think a lot of this is going to be very um, kind of uh, eye-opening, but also duplicative of some of the skills sets that you already have. What I think is going to be much harder is to build the repertoire of financial information, which is going to be as good as many of the people that you work with and better because you are going to have to be the expert in their eyes. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be the expert of experts in the financial world. I have been doing financial services for over 20 years and there are always things to learn. And even with financial professionals, you know, we share ideas and there's always stuff that I haven't heard of. And that's because the financial services and personal finance world encompasses so much, whether it's getting your first mortgage or credit scores or investments or whatever it might be right there's just no way for an, everyone to be an expert on all of it and so uh because there's so much what you're probably going to need is a broad base of knowledge and then you will probably find your lane you'll find your niche you'll find what's interesting to you and where you kind of really uh excel and that's going to be important 
but you are probably going to need to be fed with a fire hose on financial information and that's just kind of the nature of it unfortunately and so there's just going to be more volume of financial education work all right so to get there i think in my opinion what you need is the afc pe AFC designation, the Accredited Financial Counselor designation. And the reason I bring that up, and I'm going to show it to you here, I'm going to pull this up. Um, the AFCP is a great organization. They're probably one of the premier organizations in terms of kind of the personal finance uh, professional space. Um, and I will say outside of financial advising, if you're going to get into financial advising um, or really go, go after some other certifications like the, the personal financial consultant and uh, CFP, the certified financial planner and some of those things. I mean, uh, other great organizations, great certifications. But this one is really more aligned, I think, with what the um, role of a financial coach is. Now, it's called financial counselor. And I think that's perfect because in this case, you are gonna be doing a lot of counseling. Um, I just think coaching blends into that very naturally. And nine times out of 10, most of those sessions are gonna be coaching and counseling combined. So what this does, and I've talked a little bit about this before, is that it is pretty heavy on financial knowledge. In no way do you come out of this with the information here and I would bless you as an expert in personal finance, but I would say you are competent. If I see people with the AFC des designation, I know that they've gone through a certain amount of material. And again, it's, some of it's pretty cursory. There is some deep dives into some things about like, you know, what percentage of your income should you be spending on rent or mortgages and, and, and those types of things. So it's not just, just high level conceptual. And so I know that this is a good place to get a certification that's going to give you some of the counseling tricks, some of the coaching tricks, but also uh, give you a good run through of the landscape of financial information. Now, this is expensive. I won't sugarcoat this in any way. $1,300 to $2,000, depending on how you do it. And the self-paced study one is probably the right way to go. You have three years from the time of registration, but it's an investment. And this is one of those things where I'd say, you know, do you really want to do this? And I know people look for cheaper things, and I'm going to talk about some of the cheaper certifications, but... This is probably one of those things, if you are light on coaching experience and you are light on financial knowledge, then you probably are gonna get your money's worth out of this and it's probably gonna be a pretty challenging. Um, when I took this test, and, and granted I had a lot of financial background going into it and I did very well in the test, but when I went to do this, I did it on site um, and I took the on-site review class, which was very helpful. It actually met for two days. Um, it actually met for two days, but uh, the second half of the second day was the test. So you kind of meet all day for one day and then you met in the morning session to do some review. And then in the afternoon you take the test. Um, and, you know, fortunately I passed on it on the first top try, but I know that some of the people that were in that review class were taking this for the third time. So it is something that, um, you know, is very possible that you don't pass. And I probably wouldn't sweat it. I know people get really nervous about tests. You do get your, um, you get your results the same day. And I can't remember if it was moments after, but it's pretty quickly after. And so the, the good thing about it is you'll know where you, where you passed or failed. They do break the results out in sections. They don't give you the questions, but you'll know if you're light on, you know, rent and mortgage or if you're uh, light on, um, you know, financial concepts and some of those types of things. So it's, it's really good in that way. But in terms of getting a good fed by the fire hose financial information course there are others out there but ultimately if you pass this you end up walking away with the afc certification which i think is actually one of the the premier certifications for us in this business so that's available and i think that they have some other ones 
the self-study, I guess, is is the cheapest. But I, I thought they had some ways to say, hey, uh, you know, if you don't get like study cards or something, I'm, don't don't quote me on this. But there are some ways to kind of shave off some money. That's why it's thirteen hundred to two thousand. So if you if you don't get some of the books or whatever, you know, that's it's a little bit uh, different. So. Uh, you know, maybe it's the way they break it down here. I can't remember. Uh, may, maybe there's just things that you add on. I think the uh, on-site exam review was more expensive than doing it virtually or digitally. So kind of keep that in mind. But I think for the most part, if you're low on both coaching and financial knowledge, read the Well Coaches book and then dive into the AF. CPE AFC certification and um, don't reread the well coaches book because there's some duplicative stuff in the certification all right so now let's go on to um, if you are low on financial knowledge but you are high on coaching knowledge so this is I think uh, applicable to people who have done coaching you know professionally or um, you know as a side hustle or something like that in terms of like health coaching life coaching business coaching you know you are familiar with the term self-efficacious behavior you have heard a lot about active listening and goal setting and milestones and uh, the importance of buy-in and uh, accountability and you know all the things that we think about a coaching and uh, meeting you where you're at and all these things which i generally can't stand the terminology because they just get drilled into you and i think they kind of get over drilled in some places but you probably have this experience and uh, you're familiar with the techniques and the processes and, and and that stuff well you probably don't need a ton of coaching experience but you are light on financial knowledge and so you think hey i'm going to be able to do this uh because i have coaching experience and coaching is coaching and i will say that that is correct for most coaching disciplines but not for financial coaching so for financial coaching you have got to have financial knowledge financial product knowledge financial strategy knowledge tax knowledge uh personal finance knowledge investment knowledge you know all of these things are going to be um, pieces to the broader puzzle for you so that you can really give people good guidance it doesn't mean you're going to be recommending mortgages or diving deep into how you know reverse mortgages work and how the interest rates work and arms and all these other things i'm you know that, that's not what i'm saying but you've got to understand how all these plug together right you know if i do this and move block a how does it move block c and, and those types of things so um here is where i would also say go and sign up for the afcpe afc right go and um just take it because it's going to be feeding by the fire hose I wouldn't recommend it reading the well coaches book maybe if you need a refresher but it's really just about kind of how can we immerse yourself in financial knowledge without casting you out to the ocean of financial information because if you just go out there and try to read stuff you can read blog after blog post uh, you can get 10 different opinions on the same issue and the exact same case study and you are going to continue to swim in circles forever and the afc is just going to kind of give you a very linear approach through financial knowledge so just go out and get that one again 1300 to 2000 bucks uh i think you know to be really honest it's it's a good certification and comprehensive but i think it is the baseline for what you need i really do so all right let's talk about the next one now you have high financial knowledge and low coaching experience i think you can start seeing where this is going so this is a the example of this is that let's say you come from financial advising you have a lot of personal finance experience you know that's where i came from so i kind of thought i saw it all you know but i didn't because we we're kind of working with a, a a subset of the population a target demographic but uh, that gave me 
me a lot of background. And then before that, I was in banking and investment management. And so I, I got a lot of information there. So I had a lot. And if you're coming from a background like this, you know, maybe you were working as a mortgage broker, but you talked with people about their finances because they needed to know like how to get their credit score in the right place and how much they had to have down payment. You know, I've met a lot of mortgage brokers who are actually very, very savvy in terms of personal finance. So that's maybe one example. Or maybe you did uh, financial instruction. You were um, uh, a financial teacher for financial aid and, you know, college funding and stuff like this. And, you know, the, just the those types of things tend to have tentacles and other things because everything is so interconnected. So maybe you came from a discipline where financial knowledge was great. Maybe you even have your CFP, your Certified Financial Planner. So really kind of understanding the estate taxes and tax strategies and, you know, legacy planning and all this stuff. I mean, you, you've got a lot of this down cold, all right? But you haven't necessarily done financial coaching. Well, you can see how these matrices work out, right? I would go ahead and pick up that Well Coaches book, the Coaching Psychology Manual. Spend 60 bucks, read through that. Uh, maybe read through it a couple times if you really need to, but I think when you read through it, you're going to say, hey, you know, I'm working with people. I've been working with people for a long time and you know I use some of these myself and I've got good rapport and these are other great strategies and processes and techniques that I can use and I, I kind of get it right and you're going to get people of maybe uh, different stripes when you're working in financial coaching than when you are working with a very specific role in financial services right if people um, are looking for a mortgage broker they tend to be yeah, financial you know financially good shape right maybe a down payment maybe a good credit score they've kind of worked their way there uh, and so it tends to be a little bit narrow and now you might take on people with a lot of debt or maybe people with a little big net worth you know it can just be much much different and so the coaching psychology manual here is going to be kind of a good introduction just in the psychology of coaching and, and again how to build those relationships and kind of get people to move along in that process as you're kind of moving up the financial ladder so that's what I would do in this case and because you actually have um uh, you know, that financial knowledge, we're not going to do any really fin financial training. But the other thing that I mentioned here is counseling, right? The financial counseling aspect of this. So not only are we going to try to help people be self-efficacious in a coaching way, which tends to be hands-off, kind of trying to empower them to do everything, but there are going to be times when you're going to help take the reins and really give people a, uh, you know, a, a path a to-do list, homework, those types of things to really kind of move forward in life, you know, especially if they have a lot of debt or especially if they're trying to learn how to budget or maybe they're trying to figure out what to do about, uh, you know, family planning and they've got to get their wills and trusts and life insurance beneficiaries and 401k retirement beneficiaries up to date and they've got to, you know, take an inventory of who owes what and everything, right? So um, there are a lot of times when you're going to inject that financial information, that financial guidance, you know, instructions, maybe even kind of demand right um, you know nudges pushes those types of things and that's gonna be really a big piece of financial counseling so there's this book and I'm a little surprised that there it's a little hard to get here it's called financial counseling a strategic approach and you know it's a it's a small book but it's a little bit thicker and I think it's gonna be a pretty easy read it's gonna make a lot of sense obviously it's $37 which I think is a good investment it looks like for used copies you're at 15 or 16 bucks so that's gonna be very cheap but one of the things that you're gonna read here is just kind of how to talk with people that are 
um, you know, sometimes struggling and how to uh, reassure them that you're on their side and, you know, how to just create uh, warm environments and how to establish some trust at the beginning. And these are things that are going to be important because if they come in and they're standoffish or you're talking down to them, if they don't feel like there is something that inspires them to work for you to kind of like earn your uh praise right they're probably not going to come back the things that you say hey listen i know this is going to be tough but I, what i want you to do is i want you to go uh download your last three credit card statements and bring them to our meeting and i want to go through those with you next time right they're probably not even going to show up and this is the key right we can't make progress with people if they're not going to do the things or if they even show up and they're like eh, i didn't do it you know these are these are books that are going to give you some strategies to make sure that everyone is on the same page that they want to do what they can to help themselves that they want to please you and right and that and that they are going to be primed to take instruction from you when that need arises and go and do it right and so this financial counseling book is going to be a little bit different it's going to be a good pair to the coaching book which is a little bit more about um us as coaches being hands off with people, making them do all the work. But there are going to be times when you're going to be doing the work, like I said, dropping in as an educator, dropping in that conversation with suggestions, dropping in with assignments. And the counseling book is going to explore those concepts in more detail. So it's going to be a heavier read. It's probably going to take you a little time to get through it, but I think the concepts are going to make sense. And again, they give you a lot of acronyms on, and tools to use. I don't think you have to memorize those, but as you're reading it, I think it's going to all make sense. And if you really internalize it and then go into those meetings thinking about how you're going to do things, Things, uh, it's going to be really valuable in that case. So um, what we're going to do here is we're going to read that Well Coaches book and the Financial Counseling book. And then that's not the end of it. Uh, we are going to get certified in the FinCert CPFC is what I believe it's called. And here it is. It is the Certified Personal Finance Counselor. This is available at FinCert.org. I'll put links to all this in the description. And um, FinCert is an organization that does financial certifications of sort. This is going to be a much lighter certifications than the AFC. It's going to be much easier. And the reason I bring this up is, is twofold. One, it's also going to prime you with a bunch of general financial knowledge and it's going to be you know personal finance focus but it's not going to be hard and i'll be honest if you take this you actually when you sign up for it you have to wait 30 days before you can even take the test so they um require a certain amount of time to make sure that you study you're probably going to get a book it's probably going to actually be electronic now i think you it's online it's a pdf or something like that and you're going to just go through and a lot of this is going to look familiar and for those of you who have say the cfp or you've been in the business a long time or you've come from banking or uh, lending or something like this the reality is you can probably skim the book and after your 30 days are up you can take the online test and you'll probably pass you know I, I i think it's going to be very light lifting for you and the reason i bring this up is not so much that it's going to bring new knowledge to you because you've already come from this space you don't probably need to be fed with a fire hose on financial information but there are probably going to be things that you didn't know whether it's government programs and stuff so there are going to be some general things in there that are going to be helpful and you didn't know that and you take some notes and uh it's also going to be pretty wide so you can also help um figure out maybe some of the areas maybe you're a little weaker on and again you don't have to figure this out right now because it might not apply to your coaching sessions but as you're kind of going through and you're saying you know i didn't really look at what the government assistance programs are you know i didn't really understand the food stamps and the nutritional supplement programs so uh you know and i'm getting that question a lot or you know um the the, the WIC program for mothers you know it just depends on where you're working and so um now that i know that some of those exist but i'm not that familiar i can go ahead and kind of dive a little deeper so for those with 
financial background, I think this is good because it's probably going to be pretty easy, um, but it's also going to help you identify some of the areas where you may be a little light. But on top of that, it's also going to give you a certification. You will be a C. PFC at the end, which also helps put clients and prospects a little bit at ease. I'll be honest, I have a lot of certifications and clients uh, have not really cared about it. I've gotten a few times like, you know, why should I use you? You know, what makes you an expert on finances? Or, you know, can you tell me a little bit about your financial background, right? I mean, I get that sometimes, but in general, most people don't uh, care. And that's usually because I've done a pretty good job of sharing my financial knowledge before so that when they're coming to me, it's not just a cold connection. It's not just a cold referral where they don't know me. You know, a lot of those barriers and walls have been broken down prior to that first session. But the other advantage to this is it's much more affordable. It is $399. And again, I think you have to wait 30 days to take the test. I think you can wait up to a year before you take the test. Again, it's going to be probably pretty easy for you. But for $400, you're going to have something that says, hey, I know generally what I'm doing in counseling with financial knowledge. And it's just going to be um, you know, a little alphabet soup that you can throw after your name. But sometimes people want that. And I just think it's another good way just to prove to yourself that you're keeping things sharp, if that makes sense, right? So let's go back here. Now, let's say you, you got high coaching knowledge and you've got high financial knowledge. Maybe you even were a financial coach uh, at a previous job. Maybe you worked for an agency, right? Maybe um, you uh, just are of the age where you have seen it and done it all, right? I mean, I've interviewed some people for financial coaching positions where they just, you know, they kind of figured it out on their own. They had to figure out how to budget. They had to figure out how to raise kids. They they had to figure out retirement on their own. They made those things happen. And, you know, they're an expert just by living it. That is definitely legitimate. And coaching knowledge. Some of these people, you know, have taken coaching. Some of these people, you know, a lot of corporate jobs have required coaching courses. You know, there's a lot of professional development or they send you professional development center to coach, right? Maybe it's to your employees and those types of things and using those techniques. So it's it's possible. Maybe you worked with a, a life coach or something like that. Or um, I see a lot of people moving from health coaching over to financial coaching. So, you know, there, there's any number of reasons that you might have a lot of coaching knowledge and a lot of personal financial knowledge or personal finance knowledge. Now, I will say this. I will say this. This is a, a moment for you to be self-aware about what your skills are. And if you're worried about it, uh, that's not that's not proof that you aren't adequate there. But what I would probably say is I would probably reach out to some people that know you pretty decently and ask them. You know, if you aren't sure if you have a lot of personal finance knowledge, you should ask someone who knows you and say, you know, would you think of me as someone who's a personal finance expert? You know, if they're like, oh, I've never thought of you as an expert. I see that you're interested in it, but I mean... I'm interested in too. I just don't talk about it as much as you do, but I read Barron's and blah, blah. And you might be surprised how much other people know or on the coaching knowledge. You know, you might have um, taken a Udemy course on coaching, which, you know, are fine. But, you know, for two or three hours, you know, how much information will you get on those? And you might think, you know, it all. And you might want to ask people, you know, you know, is, is a coach, as someone who mentors or talks or consults or tries to inspire people, you know, what do you think? you know, of my skills in that realm. And people might say, yeah, you know, I never really thought of you as kind of overly charismatic and, you know, maybe a leader of people. You know, these are all good signs that, you know, you might have what it takes to do these coaching uh, types of roles. And so, you know, if people are worried about it, then, you know, kind of skew yourself to some of these other areas. There's no problem in doing more. 
Um, but if you think you're good and you're not that good, it's going to be really hard to improve. So one of the things that I just ask is, you know, take a step back, you know, think outside yourself, you know, am, am, have, have I gotten feedback that I'm really good in this? Does it show up in my job reviews? Am I asked about these things? And, or do people ask me a lot for advice? You know, whatever it might be. And again, asking people who are willing to be honest with you. If you're asking people who uh, maybe always tell you that, uh, the sun always shines wherever you're walking. Well, then maybe it's maybe those aren't the right people to ask. But uh, you know, um, you know, sometimes I say, hey, listen, I'm not I'm not looking for accolades. I really love your honest opinion. In fact, I'm not even actually looking for you to uh, point out the roses, just the thorns, right? Let's just start there, and I'm going to be really open. And it might hurt a little bit, but you know, it's a good exercise. So let's say though you passed all those litmus tests, you're good at coaching, you're good at personal finance knowledge. Here's my recommendation: get the FinCert C. Uh, PFC because again I think you're not gonna have a problem passing it it's gonna be affordable it's gonna give you the alphabet soup it's gonna give you that designation which is gonna help put some people at ease and you know just do it it's probably gonna be something that you pass maybe even without being having to study although I'd study right and then get a client get out there and start working right talk to people hey would you be my first paying client you know or hey this is what i'm doing financial coaching you know is that something you'd be interested in? i tell you what if it is something that you're interested would be interested in how much would you pay how much would you pay to work with me for an hour because the rubber meets the road when people are willing to put the money down and when people are put willing to put the money down they are seeing value now you have to distinguish whether people are being charitable to you because you're asking at that moment but people will pay initially and again and again if they get the value out of it so i think this is a really good idea idea uh, or good opportunity i should say to determine what your price point is you know the perceived value how fast you move you know what your niche is who you can really add the most value to and those types of things but this is a, a point where i see some people who are very good at uh, personal finance um, you know they've come from an insurance company or something like that so they've seen a lot of different things uh, they also have a lot of counseling and coaching skills already uh, plugged in and it's also possible that these people don't see themselves as high either they might see themselves as low either right and that's really good because I think those people are also constantly focused on personal improvement and they also have a learner's mentality there's a big difference between having a learner's mentality and saying I have a learner's mentality right uh, a lot of people think that's the right answer it's kind of like one of those behavioral interview questions you know what what's what's your strength oh I'm always learning well let's not say it and let's show it and so if you have that right there's no problem in having more but i think the reality is if you find yourself in this quadrant of the matrix you need to just start getting on it right and and at this point because you have the coaching and the financial i would not give away free sessions right because you have the value there's really no good reason why you shouldn't be able to add value to coaching sessions and the temptation here is well i want to take on a few beta clients just to kind of hone my own skills and get some testimonials and maybe be referable and those types of things i wouldn't do that what you need to do is you need to get a client you need to get paying clients and you really need to start figuring out where the um, gravity pulls you in terms of uh, getting the right price right the appropriately price your product appropriately price your service how long it's going to take you you know how much effort is it is there prep work is there post work uh you know what kind of 
um, advice are you going to have to give? What kind of new certifications do you want to think about? Where do you have to kind of touch up your skills and your knowledge? You know, all these things. And the practicing of financial coaching is going to be the uh, method that you're going to be able to figure all this out. So get a client. There's, you know, the probably of all these things, working with clients is going to uh, provide the most value to them and to you as someone who's trying to develop themselves as a financial coach. So hopefully this little matrix helps. I like matrix, I'm a very visual person, but usually when I talk to people, what I try to figure out is where do they stand on coaching experience and knowledge and financial uh, experience and knowledge because it's really those types of things that uh, allow someone to kind of figure out the path because everyone asks me, you know, what, what should I do, what should I do? And I don't really know because I don't really know what the gaps are and I don't think training should be the same for every person because everyone's a little bit different, but hopefully this gives you an idea of what you need to do. So if you have questions, let me know. I'm happy to help. Thanks so much for joining me here. And I hope that uh, this helps you get out there, get appropriately uh, trained, get comfortable with your skill sets and start coaching. See you later.